Welcome. It is uh, 10.07. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the jobs report here, but let me go to the phones because uh, I've opened the door. If you're a candidate running for office, and I don't care what party, uh, I will give you a couple of minutes to make your case with little, if any, uh, commentary. Uh, it's just your chance to say why you're running and what you hope to do and where you're running. If you're in that boat, 800 529-5572, locally 874-9390. And to that end, we bring in uh, Connie, uh, Connie Leopard. G- Connie, welcome. How are you? I'm good this morning. Thank you, Gary, for allowing candidates to speak to your audience. Go for it. Well, my I've been a local business owner in Boone County for 40-plus years in the construction industry, as well as, well as a... a uh, very plugged in volunteer on, on county business. The only reason I'm running, I'm not a career politician. I don't need this job for a career step or a resume builder. The only reason I'm running is because I care about what is happening in Boone County. We have some tough issues that need to be faced. As a business owner, you have to do that every day. I have the experience and expertise to help our county move forward. We have public safety issues that are affecting our everyday services. We have issues with our roads and bridges. We need additional transparency on the commission as well as some fiscal responsibility with some of our spending. So as a business owner going through multiple recessions in my career, I know I'm the person that can bring a difference to the county commission. So I just ask for your audience to vote and in this election cycle and really take a look at why people are running and what they plan to do when they get there. And my my choices are clear, what my agenda is clear, and I'm here to serve the citizens of Boone County. That's the only reason I'm running. All right. So do you have a web page for them to look at or a Facebook page? I do. Go to ConnieForBooneCounty.com and the same for, for Facebook. So please look at my website and you'll see the things I've been doing since I've announced my um, candidacy in mid-January. I've attended two commission meetings per week most of the time since that time, as well as just visited every area within the county, attended sewer district board meetings, fire district board meetings, aldermen meetings, city council meetings, very much plugged into the the leaders of our, of our county so that they have a voice at the commission, and that's what I'm, I'm bringing to the table. Connie, thank you for the call. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Uh, let me see. I got a, we got a couple of other candidates here. We'll get to them in just a second. Uh, but Bill is on the line. Uh, Bill, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Good. How about yourself, Gary? I am doing well. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me. The, no, the reason I'm calling, I'm not a user. I'm not a pothead or anything like that. But I uh, hear all these shows. Everybody's talking about Amendment 3. Unfortunately, it is written very poorly. However, my stance on it is I believe it should be legal federally and all that is good medicine. It is it has healed people um, and helped them through sicknesses and stuff like that. And I just ask people, if, you know, when they cringe about the word marijuana in the, in the amendment, think about other things that are legal out there that cause death all the time. I lost my mother due to cancer from smoking. You know, why is it okay for us to have the, you know, sell these cigarettes and tobaccos and all that stuff, which have all kind of car- carcinogens and, and, and chemicals in it, but marijuana, when it is manufactured and things like that, 
is generally just the derivative of the THC. So I'm asking them to, you know, look at it that way. Yeah, I, w- I, I'm, I would be in favor of legalizing marijuana. I have no problem with that. I just think this bill is so riddled with other crap uh, that it... I agree. I wish somebody would write, and, and once this thing passes, if it passes, it becomes part of the Constitution. It's almost irreversible. I would like somebody to write a clean bill and, uh, and put that up. But, uh, you know, we disagree on the method uh, to, to get there, but um, we both agree. I, no, I agree should. the bill is poorly written, um, and we need a better bill written not by the pundits that are working for the current program and stuff like that. All right. Bill, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, all right. Uh, candidates running for office, feel free. Pick up the phone. I don't care what. I, I really don't care what party. I will give you a couple of minutes to make your case. Uh, the telephone number is 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. By the way, candidates in Springfield, uh, Lake of the Ozarks, down in the Capitol, here in uh, in Boone County, it doesn't matter. We'll we'll entertain the call. We'll give you a chance because uh, Tuesday's coming up fast. And to that end, uh, Boone County Treasurer's Office, Dustin Stanton, is looking to run. Dustin, welcome. How are you? Hi, Gary. I'm wonderful. Thank you for the opportunity to come on this morning. Uh, you want to uh, go ahead and explain why you want this position and uh, why you're running? And give it. Uh, give you, I'll give you a couple of minutes. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, so my name is Dustin Stanton. I was appointed by Governor Parson earlier this year to be the Boone County Treasurer. So I currently am serving in that position um, on the Republican ticket. I am a young conservative. I began a business, Stanton Brothers Eggs, at a very young age, the age of six, and it was recognized by the time I was 16 as the nation's largest independent free-range egg operation by the USDA. I also serve as a minister at the Hallsville Church of Christ, um, very civically uh, minded and civic oriented, um, serve on multiple boards in the community, um, serve as the former president of the Boone County Farm Bureau, as a liaison on the Boone County Extension Council, uh, co-chairman on the Columbia Chamber of Commerce, and I'm also currently serving as the president of the Columbia Farmers Market. Um, in regards to the treasurer's office, I just believe in conservatism. I believe in accountability. I believe in transparency. Um, I stand with all those things. I think those are very important and fundamental um, to the future and the growth of our county. I know I believe in making things better, um, and that's really my goal in that position and in that office. Um, if, if you stand with all those things, I would ask that you would also stand with Stanton and that you would consider voting for me next Tuesday. Dustin, do you have a website or a Facebook page for people to follow? We do. Um, the website would be www.dustinstanton.com. Okay, and that's S-T-A-N-T-O-N, Stanton? Co- correct. All right. Dustin, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. All right. Glad to have you with us. Uh, another candidate, uh, Shimon Jones. Uh, welcome. Glad to have you on the program. How are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? I, too, am well. Where, what are you running for, and uh, why do you want to run? What do you want to accomplish? Um, I am Shimon Jones, and I am running for Boone County Recorder of Deeds. And I am running because um, I was asked, but also I was already digging in a lot of history records. I am a sixth-generation Boone Countyan and Callaway Countyan, and um, I have a lot of history. I have a 300-year-old church in my family that I'm currently trying to make a historic site. 
Um, but I really, I think that as part of the recorder of deeds, you have to have a certain passion for history. And so, um, and, and the quality of the records on both sides of my family, they messed up their names of the spelling of the names and the census records. So it breaks the branch off of the family tree. So I think that it's really important to make sure that everything is recorded accurately. Also, what you're, what you're getting with me is I'm breaking a lot of barriers. If I win, I'd be the first black and the first Republican to hold that office. Um, and I think that it gives me the opportunity to reach a further range between um, conservatives and liberals and Democrats and really be able to reach across all those lines. Also, I'm locally grown here, and I'm living in a city where we have colleges. We see people coming in and out from everywhere and raising up to leadership here. And I think it's important for our inner city community to see minorities in leadership that we're locally grown here. I graduated from Rockbridge High School here in Columbia, in Columbia College, with a business degree. I currently work for FedEx office. I'm a regional solutions consultant. I sell all of their marketing material for mid-Missouri, Arkansas, and Iowa. I cover four universities, campuses, and a national account as part of my portfolio and many other smaller um, portfolio accounts that I support as well for FedEx office. So I want to bring those same solutions and those same leadership um, qualities that FedEx trusts me with to my own county and my own community to inspire those around me. Shimon, do you have a website or Facebook yes. page? Yes, you can go on my website. It's www.shimonjonesforboonecounty.com and that's S-H-A-M-O-N-J-O-N-E-S for boonecounty.com and my Facebook is Shimon Jones and I also have Instagram at Shimon Jones as well. All right, Shimon, thank you for the call. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. You are welcome. Glad to have you with us. <clears throat> anybody else wants to run, or anybody else that is running, uh, who wants a few minutes? Uh, and I don't care if you're a progressive, Democrat. Uh, this is without commentary. This is just a last opportunity uh, before the election to come in and, and uh, say your piece and explain why people should vote for you. Uh, eight, uh, eight, seven, four, 9390 if you're local and 800-529-5572 if you're not. Uh, and uh, with that in mind, I'm up against the clock, so I've got to take a quick break. Uh, this is the shortest break in the hour, and then we'll come right back and grab your calls. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 21 minutes after 10. Glad to have you with us. It's uh, Froster Buns Friday. Uh, we got to talk about these unemployment numbers uh, because uh, the Biden administration wants to take a lap around these things and uh, and think that this is good numbers. Uh, they're out of their minds. Uh, but anyway, we'll we'll go over some of that. Uh, any candidate running for office, uh, we'll put you on board to give a couple of minutes about why to vote for you. Uh, and then uh, frost your buns, whatever's on your mind. So Tony is on first in Fordland. Tony, welcome. How are you? Good morning, Gary. I am good. Hope you turned good, too. I am. Um, can you tell me at any point whenever, if you look at the alcohol tax, is there a portion of that tax that goes to seniors or veterans? There's no nothing designated on a, on a six-pack of beer that goes into a specific funding, right? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, so I have no problem with funding veterans, and I'd even pay a separate tax to fund veterans because of what they've done and what they represent. I have no problem with that. Uh, seniors, I'm sure we have programs to cover the seniors. My problem with Amendment 3 is it's got this garbage attached to it where 
Well, it's being uh, conducted and funds will be distributed too. Why? Why are we distributing funds off this, off the marijuana bill, which I'm not going to vote for number three, for Amendment 3. Not. It's, it's a bad bill all the way around. But I have not remember in any history that a six-pack was cut up you know, so that a portion goes here and a portion goes there. This is as shady as shady comes. And the problem is anybody that's got a – anybody with a veteran pass is going to say, well, this is going to do good for the veterans. Yeah, it's going to do good for the veterans. It'll probably do good for the seniors too. But at what point do we fund these things separately? I mean, that's the whole point of conservatism, right? Because uh, this is a Republican bill. Let's look well. at who's actually sponsoring it. There are a lot of Republicans in other states – that are part of these companies have promoted these companies that have pushed this bill on the ballot. And I'm not saying that conservatives or, or liberals or either one of them are good on this bill, but go ahead. They're just trying to bribe people into voting for it. How do you get the veterans and seniors to vote for this? Well, let's give them something. Let's make them, you know, a bribe and offer. There's no difference between that and liberalism. There's no nope. difference. Nope. It is completely 100%. If you vote for this, you're voting for a liberal cause. Dressed up as, a, well, we're doing good for veterans and we're doing good for seniors. Come on. Man. I mean, that's as bad as Eric Smith saying he can get rid of term. He can impose term limits in his first term. Or if they don't pass it, they don't get paid. It's a joke. And they're, they're playing to the dumbest part of our electorate. And it just annoys me. That's my frost. All right. That's my frost, Gary. It's killing uh, me. I don't blame you, Tony. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, okay, we got uh, my favorite uh, member of the uh, State House, uh, Cherie Reich, is on board. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. Thank you so much for allowing uh, candidates this opportunity. Uh, Cherie Tolson Reich here. I'm running for my fourth and final term for District 44, which includes Northeast and East and all of Southern Boone County. Well, tell them why you're running again. Well, first, I want to correct the previous caller when he said the Republicans or conservatives uh, are supporting Amendment 3. We are not absolutely against it. We are against this amendment. Please vote no on it. But I'm running to do the greater good for the greater number of people. I have a track record to run on. People know I can get things done and um, have built those relationships in Jeff City, gotten good legislation passed. I'm about lower taxes. My middle name is Jobs, 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 and um, making Missouri uh, the greatest place to live. And if somebody wanted to find your website? Uh, Cherie44.com. Uh, you can go to my Facebook page or uh, just call me. You know, I, I have an old-fashioned landline, and I'm very accessible. But uh, please, please uh, encourage people not only to get out and vote, but they can go vote this Saturday and Sunday at the county clerk's office. Well, just There's pick no one day or the other, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, not, not the vote <laughs> early, vote often. No, 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 one time. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. All Have right, Sheree. Thanks, Sheree. Yeah, don't forget, she's on the ballot. Uh, 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Uh, Terry uh, says uh, Democrats running for anything won't get my vote. Democrats running unopposed will still not get my vote. I would love to see those unopposed Democrats receive so few votes that they're shocked by the lack of support. We need liberty lovers to step up for every office. 
Yeah, why aren't the libertarians running there in, in those areas where the Democrats are, are running unopposed? All right. The unemployment numbers. So the final number now before the election, <clears throat> and uh, President Biden would like to take a victory lap on this. The uh, October, because uh, he just came out and said, well, we've created jobs uh, every year, uh, you know, every quarter since I got in office. In October, the unemployment rate popped up two-tenths of a point to 3.7%. Not good. Uh, labor force participation rate declined a tenth of a point. Not good. That means that people who can find a way out, read, retire, Social Security, whatever, are doing it instead of trying to work. Not good. The number of employed Americans, 158,608,000 in October, dropped by 328,000 from September's all-time high. At the same time, the number of unemployed Americans increased by 306,000. Uh, to uh, 6,059,000. And the combination of that unemployed up, employed down, produced the higher unemployment rate. Not a good jobs report. And, you know, it's not necessarily directly attached to what Biden has done in the last, uh, you know, the last month. It's more a matter of what he's done from day one. Pushing all that money out, hiring all these new government employees, uh, literally uh, causing the inflation that we're dealing with. And then the Federal Reserve comes in, tries to reverse all that. They're working alone because the administration won't cut spending. And you end up with a recession. There is a, an admonition, a warning that is terrifying about the uh, the state of the economy. Uh, I read this this morning, and it was just terrifying. Uh, I will share the information in it. You'll want to hear this. Um, it, it is the future of the world economy based on what economists are seeing right now. Uh, it is Froster Buns Friday as well. And uh, candidates running for office, feel free to give us a call. We will put you on the air, give you an opportunity to make a closing argument. It's, uh, you know, pretty much statewide, but still, um, you know, if it's, if it's uh, in an area, geographic area where you're running, you'll get coverage. I have uh, about uh, 40 seconds left, so callers, hang on the line. Uh, we'll get to you. This economic news, you'll want to hear it. We'll get to it in the next segment as well. But it is really going to be a problem you need to prepare for. And uh, this is uh, from a hedge fund firm. And it paints a very ugly picture of hyperinflation. So we'll cover that in the next segment of the program. Also, you can get me at GaryNolan.com. Uh, and uh, callers, hang on the line. Candidates, hang on the line. We're going to get to you next. On The Gary Nolan Show, it's the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show. 
It is 10.35. Glad to have you with us on a Froster Puns Friday. Uh, there is a hedge fund uh, manager that is warning us about societal collapse. We'll give you the details. Uh, but uh, first, uh, it's Froster Buns Friday. And if you're a candidate running for office, you give us a call. We'll give you a little airtime, a couple of minutes to make your case. And uh, to that end, David uh, Dave Griffith is with us. Dave, welcome to the program. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you, Gary. Glad to have you with us. You want to tell uh, everybody where you're running and why you're running? Yeah, I'm um, I'm a running for re-election in the dist- 60th District, which is pretty much Jefferson City outright. Um, I was first elected back in uh, 2018, and um, I really feel like I've got some unfinished work to be done here. Um, I was appointed the chairman of the Veterans Committee during my freshman year. And have been chairman of that ever since, and working on veterans issues, and and really, um, once reelected, um, I'm going to pre-file some legislation that uh, didn't cross the finish line last uh, last session, and that was the veteran suicide bill, which uh, is really going to um, ask the Missouri Veterans Commission to do some uh, data collection and, uh, and research into the mental health issues that go along with that. Um, I'm very proud to say that in the first four years that I've been there, I've gotten 12 bills across the finish line, and many of those have to do with veterans' issues. But um, this last uh, last session, I got a bill passed um, that dealt with children in foster care and really forcing the uh, children's services to do a more diligent search and trying to find the right placement for a child. Um, so often what happens is when a child is taken away from their parents and put into foster care, um, the social worker will find uh, one relative um, or somebody they feel like is a good fit, and that may not be the case. And so um, I'm working with the Department of Social Services to um, try and get them some additional staffing that they can um, start this very important work. Okay. And do you have a website where people can uh, take a lap through it and uh, get more information about you? Yeah, they can. Uh, yeah, they can go on the uh, the Missouri uh, House website and just uh, Google search um, Dave Griffith um, District Sixty, and they can find out. Uh, I'm a veteran. I was a Green Beret during the Vietnam War, uh, so veterans are, are really a big big part of what I've done. Um, I was the executive director for the American Red Cross for six years, so um, service to our fellow man is what uh, my parents taught me that God calls us to do every day. And I intend on, on doing that for the next two years and would really encourage people to get out and vote on Tuesday and cast your ballot for me. David, thank you for the call and for your service. Best of luck to you. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. All right. Dave, Dave, uh, David Griffith. Uh, this is, uh, well, let me do this. Um, let me head down to Springfield and get Henry in. Then I'll give you this, uh, this admonition that uh, we're hearing from this hedge fund because it is terrifying. Uh, Henry in Springfield, welcome. Froster Buns Friday, what's on your mind? Yeah, the Froster Buns. I, I still see people wearing uh, masks, and, and we're still advertising the vaccines on this, this station. And it's just like, are the masks, are the, the, the vaccines any more effective than the, than the masks? I, you know, I, I don't know. But I know there are things you can do to... Uh, uh, you know, if you're wearing a mask, if you're that scared of getting COVID, you know, you, first things you, you got to your, your your general health, like you, uh, 
you look, you, you got to make sure your metabolic uh, metabolic health is, is, is correct. And check. And if you're afraid you got diabetes, you got to. You know, there's there's fasting and then there's uh, uh, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Uh, exercise and. And the face taken off, uh, they took off. You ever heard of acetyl, acetyl acetaminophen? No, not acetaminophen. It's L N acetyl cysteine. Okay. They uh, early on, they some guy uh, they gave it to some guy that was on the ventilator, and it uh, he uh, it, it he he came off the ventilator. Okay. Well, we're going. They gave it to ten more patients, and all nine nine of them came off the ventilator except for the one and you know what the fda took this thing off the uh it, it's it was a uh what do you call it a supplement and they, they so they take it off the market for a year but thank god they put it back on because that's that's what i'll do you know if i if i ever if I, i'm 68 years old i pay attention i pay attention to this stuff you know, I'm not. I don't have any medical degree or anything like that. All right. But all right. So anyway, that's I got it off my chest. All right. Well, that's what we're here for. Nine out of ten, ten doctors Thank surveyed. Thank you. Yes. Never heard of Froster Buns Friday, but we think it makes you feel better. <laughs> Thanks, Henry. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right. Uh, one of the world's largest uh, and most influential hedge funds is warning that dishonest policymakers have set the world on the path to potentially the worst period of hyperinflation in modern history. And it could result in societal collapse. Uh, the story is at the Daily Wire. Elliott Management, a Florida-based firm funded by billionaire Paul Singer, said in a letter this week that an extraordinary set of rash policies during the coronavirus pandemic have made possible a set of outcomes that would be at or beyond the boundaries of the entire post-World War II period. He, they uh, go on to say that investors should not assume that they have seen everything just because they lived through numerous other financial crises. According to the Financial Times, uh, the idea that, quote, we will not panic because we have seen this before does not comport with the current facts. The letter said that dishonest policymakers have lied about the causes of inflation, blaming supply chain issues rather than reckless monetary policies due to the pandemic. One example of this is the Democrats passing President Biden's $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, which even top Democrat economists said was the least responsible economic policy in 40 years. Left-wing Vox conceded that many economists agree that the stimulus law did worsen inflation by giving people more money to spend. The letter warned that the world is on the path to hyperinflation and that skyrocketing inflation rates could cause global societal collapse and civil or international strife. The letter warned that the frightening and seriously negative possibilities that exist make it so that experiencing a 50% market drop is now a realistic possibility. 
White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain continued to claim this week that the U.S. was not in the midst of a recession, even though the country had experienced two quarters of contraction and high inflation rates, which have rattled the confidence of consumers despite an increase in economic output during the third quarter. We are not in a recession. I want to be really clear on that, said uh, Klain. Uh, Klain. The economy is growing. It's strong. It's creating jobs. Polls consistently reveal that voters have their eyes on the economy and inflation more than any other issue. With Republicans leading Democrats by double-digit margins concerning trust in handling the economy. Although the numbers of the former party criticized the Biden administration and progressive lawmakers for deficit spending... Even while restricting energy production, members of the latter party claim that their expenditures are meant to decrease the cost of living for households. Wow. That is uh, devastating uh, a report as I have ever heard. In a survey from Bankrate, roughly 43% of respondents reported that their finances are worse than two years ago. Among those who reported worse finances, 69% placed at least a moderate amount of blame on Biden, 71% on Democrats in Congress, and a smaller but still salient 54% Republicans in Congress. We are headed for trouble. And that uh, brings up where I'm going to head next. We had uh, uh, an economist on yesterday from the Show Me Institute, And he highlighted something that I had not really given much thought to. But state governments get money from the federal government all the time and huge sums of money. And why this didn't occur to me before uh, makes me question my own perspicacity because I knew that uh, the federal government blackmailed states in the past. Why didn't I think about this? There are all kinds of programs, education, health care, food, uh, highway, and uh, just tons of places where the federal government sends money into states. And they tell them, you can have this money, but we have these strings attached to it. And the net result is the state doesn't have the power and authority it should have because it's beholden to the federal government for more and more of those, of those funds. I look at what's going on around me, uh, and I'm not just talking about the social issues. It's not just transgenders and all the stupidity around that. It's the taxation, the redistribution of wealth, the attack on the Second Amendment. The fact that the government continues to move to the left at every level. And I wonder now if it's just too late. In your mind, do you think we've gone past the point of no return? You you know, we had a caller earlier this morning who said, you know, just, you know, put your head down and try to lead your life. Well, do you do that or do you fight to reverse it? Do you fight to bring back freedom? Do you stand up to the left and do you tell the Republicans who are supposed to be the conservatives... You're not doing your damn job. Or do you just keep your head down and try and survive? Try to get out before everything falls apart. Hope that you can 
you know, that the system hangs together until you depart this veil of tears. 874-9390. Toll-free number 800-529-5572. Have we gone so far that we can't stop it? Your call's coming up. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. Hey, it is uh, 1053 on a Frost Your Buns Friday, and that means you can call on any topic that you want. Uh, if you're a candidate running for office Tuesday is Election Day, this is a chance for you to call. I don't care what political party you are. I'll give you the opportunity. Have a couple of minutes to say, here, this is who I am, here's where I'm running, and here's why I'm running. Uh, so if you, if you want to take advantage of that, feel free. In the meantime, uh, we've been uh, sort of kicking around this. Uh, you know, have we gone too far down the rabbit hole? Is it too late to save the republic? Have we gone so far that you just need to keep your head down and hope that uh, you can survive before the whole thing collapses? Or do we stand up and fight? 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. Uh, to that end, let me go to the phones here and... Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Witt, I, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't g g give the entire nickname that he has, but it's... I think his first name is Frank. Uh, no, but no? it's the same consonant. That's, <laughs> anyway, it's Dale Roberts, really. Dale, welcome. How are you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right for my age. Good. That was, uh, what a sorry, great call. Sorry. That's been really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm calling about the Amendment 3, and I know this will come to us as a shock to you, but there seems to be some misinformation out there about that amendment, specifically Veterans? the fact that it's going to, yes, um, you know, the, the medical marijuana that was passed some years ago provides funding for veterans' health care. Under, under this proposal, Amendment 3, and it's on page 10, if anybody read the 39 pages of text, um, it's going to reduce the amount that goes to veterans by 60%. And then later, in the sleight of hand on page 31 of the, of the amendment, it says, well, we're going to give some of it back. But the catch is... Tell me what this means. As determined by appropriation, money will go to, you know, the public defender to take care of all those expungements, the department to give out to programs, and the third one is money for veterans. As determined by appropriation, I wonder how that's going to go. Yeah, not well. So it's, you know... Off the bat, they take 60% of the money that goes to veterans away, and then they say, oh, but we're going to give some back. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Well, hopefully we won't. Hopefully we won't yes. have to. Uh, like Amen. I said, as a libertarian, I'm in favor of legalizing marijuana. This bill is terrible. I'm, I would not vote for this. I agree with you 100%. All right. Uh, what, uh, when are you coming on the radio again? Tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Oh, jeez. Brian, keep the doors locked. Okay. Because <laughs> Mr. Witt is going to be trying to get in. But, but the upside is Chuck Basie will be there and Garson Chin will be there. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Well, we can be discerning about who we let through the door. Dale, we'll see you tomorrow morning <laughs> on Gary and Guns. Thanks, sir. All right, buddy. Take Bye. care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I wish I could tell you what the whole nickname was, but I can't. Uh, all right, candidates running for office, and uh, Jason Gibson joins us now. Jason, welcome. How are you? 
I am great, Gary. How are you doing? I, too, am well. Uh, listen, uh, just tell us uh, where you're running, what you're running for, and why. So I'm running for candidacy as a Republican for the Boone County Auditor's Office. Um, I'm running for that position because I've served in the Boone County Auditor's Office for over a decade. And uh, I've coordinated and assisted in coordinating all the duties required of our office. Um, you know, you mentioned before you don't care which party. Well, you know, as a, as a public finance professional, I don't perform those duties as a Republican or Democrat. You know, there's not a Republican way to do accounting or a Democratic way to do accounting. It's accounting, and you have to have an expertise and knowledge in order to do those. You know, the performance of the duties uh, requires a high degree of integrity and honesty, and uh, this means putting principle ahead of my own ego um, or ideals. So the people at the county need to be able to trust their local, local elected officials, you know, regardless of their political affiliations. And this is especially true of our office, you know, as we are the stewards over the citizen-shared financial resources. So that's why I'm running. Now, if somebody wanted to look you up and find a Facebook page or a website for your candidacy, where would they go? So my face, uh, Facebook is Gibson for Boone County Auditor. You can search that. Um, I do have a webpage as well, and it's gibsonforboone.com. Okay. Jason, thank you for the call. I wish you the best of luck. Sure. Hey, can I mention a couple, one other thing? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I just wanted to mention, you know, I've, I've worked here long enough that um, I've got multiple elected officials, uh, both Democratic, Republican, that are in full support of me. Uh, Karen Miller, the former county commissioner, uh, she's endorsed me. Dan Atwill has endorsed me. Uh, Janet Thompson, Christy Blakemore, Kelly Wallace, the former Children's Services um uh, director so i have a lot of support here at the local uh level i've made you know a lot of good connections i've worked with these elected officials and right now we need a smooth transition in our office right. my boss who has also supported me um and she's written a, a great testimony on my webpage. uh she's leading the county after 32 years and that's a ton of institutional knowledge that we're leaving um so it's imperative, I think, that uh, the people vote for a education and knowledgeable uh, future county auditor for All a right. transition. Jason, I'm about out of time. i got to run, but thank you for the call. Best of awesome. luck to thank you. Thank you, Gary. All right. Thank Take you. care. Glad to have you on the uh, Gary Nolan Show. All right. Uh, we're going to go right into this in the next segment of the program. Have we gone too far down the rabbit hole? Do we throw in the towel? Do we just keep our head down? Can we save the republic? Gary Nolan, Simmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.